Welcome back to Wrestling is for Girls, a podcast hosted by two women who weren't in this week's Battle Royal. We have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, We had SmackDown, we had Crown Jewel, we had Raw. So we're going to dive right in. We will cover bits and bobs of SmackDown and Raw and, of course, cover all of Crown Jewel, which is the most interesting part of the whole week, I think. Abigail, how are you doing? Very excited to talk about this week in wrestling with you. Lots of highs, some lows. <laughs> some major lows for me. Major, major lows. Some Logans. I, uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, let's jump right in with SmackDown. <laughs> let's kick it off with our boy Los Angeles Knight. He got a yeah. haircut and I don't like it. I mean, I feel like his hair is always goofy. So this is just like a continuation of the goofy shit he does with his hair. It's like school picture day, you know, and like mm-hmm. you shouldn't get your hair cut right before school picture day. Got to give it a he's few got, days to kind of settle. He's got that dude hair that always looks kind of like somebody just surprised him and he's a cartoon character and his hair is also <laughs> a little surprise. Like, woo! In the front. And he has like big eyes, so he always looks kind of surprised. And a little like he's about to cry. Did you notice his eyes were kind of like red rimmed? Like, I didn't know if he was like allergies or something like he looked so unwell i think like a lot of us los angeles knight has to have a good cry before he goes to work okay don't shame it's a coping mechanism and it's legitimate oh my gosh i was just like staring at him like is he okay i was really concerned what if roman just broke character and was like buddy i gotta ask is everything all right at home (laughs) did you get self-tanner in your eye la knight what happened (laughs) Wash your hands. Wash your hands, buddy. So, uh, in eye for an eye fashion, I'm not sure what to call it. Roman interrupts LA Knight's time in the ring. Payback. Um, Roman has like a, a a new shirt. It has like a demon goat head on it. He's joined Black Peter and will live deliciously. I'm proud of mm. him. I mean. He deserves to live deliciously. He's entertained us <laughs> so much over the last two years. Bless him. He's provided so much food for so many people. It's true. All the fish. Um, so I feel like what follows, I have to say, is one of LA Knight's best promos, I think. I guess if that's what you call it. when You can like promo in a conversation with someone, right? Like in wrestling, Absolutely. that's a thing? Absolutely, yes. That's, that's a promo. He was promoing. For sure. I thought it was really, really good. Like he did great. It wasn't awkward. Um Roman called him a, a cosplaying as a redneck rock. <laughs> Which is extremely, extremely mean. It is, but even I think LA Knight thought that was funny. <laughs> he was like, Thank you. Thank you for that, because that's that's exactly what I'm going for. Achievement unlocked. I also like that Roman gave a little nod to like the bloodline saga being cinema. Like it's cinema. Mm-hmm. Great. More like fan fiction, Roman. Come on. Don't try and sugarcoat it. He does not know what fan fiction is. He does. He writes uh, it. He seems like a very normie dude to me who does not know what fan fiction is. He'd be horrified. <laughs> L.A. Knight knows what fan fiction is and has definitely written it about himself. I I feel like during the Shield days, Dean Ambrose would have told him about fan fiction. 
fiction, there's no way he doesn't know about fan fiction. See, I feel like I always think I imagine that John Moxley, Nadine Ambrose, like doesn't know how to use the internet. But like <laughs> he might not. <laughs> Like, if someone was going to come in and be like, y'all aren't going to believe this shit, it would be Seth. Yeah, Seth would that's be the probably one. true. Probably because Becky would send it to him and be like, oh, you should look at this. It's a great article about you guys. I like the idea of Renee finding things and showing them to John Moxley. Renee definitely just like upset. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I love it. I love it. Um, So uh, throughout all of this, Roman looks a little nervous right like just a little bit just he's but he's a little rattled going into this match which of course means that uh la knight has some momentum and we all know what that means we'll talk about that more later um after this we see our boy ko making good on his promise to beat up austin theory promise and it was made. beautiful promises kept as yeah. per always with kevin owens Thank you, KO. Did you see Grayson Waller's shirt? It was very Grayson. It it really it was like he was wearing a shirt that someone created for a for a cardboard box. Like it was like a weird rectangle <laughs> shirt. Mm, <laughs> like mm. like a shirt for SpongeBob SquarePants. And maybe that's why he wore it, because his whole his whole like maybe decorating scheme is spongebobby i mean now that he and austin theory are an item i just like they embody for me the concept of the cw hot guy which is like a 20 something actor who is not actually attractive but the cw insists that you will find attractive <laughs> like both of those dudes on vampire diaries yeah not yeah attractive. the cw is like these guys are hot these guys are it they tingle your loins la night style and it's like those dudes <laughs> look melted bruv i don't know it's because it's because they peaked with jensen ackles and well, they right, cannot never... they can't that was lightning in a bottle so now they're just like fuck what do we do now and they just keep like offering up like wish.com versions of hot guys mm -hmm. like uh and like mm -hmm. everybody's like no thank you I'll pass. That's not, that's not it. Mm. <laughs> um, Ko wins, having done all the moves he said he was going to do in that. I think that video I sent you where he was talking to Kathy yes. backstage and saying all the things he was going to do to Austin Theory, and he did them. I was really proud of him. If I had been Kathy Kelly in that moment, I would have fallen in love with him. I, I can't help it; he's so funny. Wasn't that great? I loved that so much. He's a lot of fun he just delights me every time it's because he's like a normal person you know there was in austin theory's unfortunate backstage promo about how wonderful he is and he's the 150 million hitman he was like implying that ko was unattractive and i was like maybe it's because i'm middle-aged but like <laughs> i don't know like a funny dude who does what he says he's going to do like man that's way more attractive than a greasy young and <laughs> with weird facial hair uh, and doesn't like point to himself <laughs> in front of like a giant screen that has like Atlanta traffic on it. It always reminds me of this promo that dad cut once where he kept saying this business, but like kept pointing to the floor and or his junk. 
<laughs> this business. It's like, what are you do? What are you pointing at? Stop it. It's weird. Dad. Dad and now here's Austin Theory pointing. Oh, God. Um, I want to jump ahead a bit. Do it. I I have formulated a theory about Solo Sokoa. Okay. That I, I never really noticed until like right before he and Paul are out in, in the ring talking. Like he's backstage. And you know how they do those awkward things where they put the camera on somebody for like yes. 20 seconds? Maybe not that long. But like an uncomfortable amount of time where they have to pretend like the camera's not there. But they're like doing something to get ready. And I swear Solo's just like talking to his thumb as he's like <laughs> So I think his thumb talks back to him. Like, come on little guy it's you and me and his thumbs like you're right solo we're gonna get it done tonight i, I don't know why he, that's what his thumb would sound like but yours is much like happier and sweeter mine is like super sinister like his thumb is just like kill them all <laughs> i think i was applying the the way that bob belcher sort of like humanizes everything like his turkeys and his model <laughs> yeah. car he does a little voice you know i <laughs> um so solo and paul are out uh in the ring and mm -hmm. paul is in the grand tradition of so many moments in wrestling just talking about how solo is going to um murder john cena and end his life and his career not necessarily in that order and it's cena's and own then, fault it is and then oh john cena appears there he is it was very good mouth trumpet <laughs> Thank you. so welcome. john cena comes out and he's had it up to here with solo's nonsense because solo actually talks for a moment he does and he did a great job does a great job he very did a great job he did a great job except he was kind of like i'd beat you up but dad says i can't <laughs> so i want to i do feel like solo does a great job of conveying the idea of walk softly and carry a big stick like That's he true. doesn't usually need to tell you what he's going to do you know what he's going to do he's going to rip you open with his thumb the thumb also talks softly it does <laughs> kill them um so john's like i'm gonna show you how to do a promo my dude and fucking how and I... he, he really does and he pulls the nepo baby card on so <laughs> so i love that he's so funny so... in wrestling because like wrestlers are like oh go ahead sorry no it's okay i love that he called solo a nepo cousin because it's like he's not he's a nepo baby rikishi got him his job not roman yeah yeah i mean i don't know that to be a fact but and like yeah well and it's funny because in wrestling i feel like 75 percent of wrestlers are nepo babies this is a golden age of wrestling nepo babies they're everywhere yeah, they really are. It's like that. It's like the generation before didn't really reproduce. I mean, there's just Randy Orton. So John Cena's feeling himself. He sasses mm -hmm. Solo. He drops the mic and he he leaves. Which again, 
John Cena has momentum question mark. I thought the fake sore throat was a very nice touch. He was like kind of hoarse. So his voice was kind of hoarse, right? Was that on? Do you think it was actually hoarse? No, I think he was absolutely putting it on to sell the thumb. I think it was like a masterclass in selling. Oh, no one's ever done that before. No, I know. John Cena cares. (laughs) He does. Um, I want to talk about the worst moment of the evening and probably in wrestling generally, I think for the last whole life forever that I've been watching. Um, it's the Logan Paul and Ray Mysterio weigh in for crown jewel. I have so, so many questions for dad. So it was so very clearly not live. Like it was, it seemed to me so clear that it was not happening during SmackDown, that it had been recorded at some other time. Well, SmackDown, I think, had been recorded too. So it was just like, this whole thing was weird because they were like. So what I mean is not recorded while SmackDown was recording. Like sometime earlier in the week, they had done this and then pasted it in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, why, why, why did they do this? Um, you know, I actually wanted to check in with you after this and just make sure you were okay because like there were some short jokes and I know that those are very hurtful to you and your people, the short people. Um, actually it only bothers me when you make the short jokes because you're the only person that makes the short jokes. Well, I just thought maybe hearing them could be triggering. Was it not? I want... The thing about this, I hated this so much because it was so painfully awkward and so unnecessary. And like, yes. has this ever happened? Do they ever do weigh-ins ever? No, they're just, I guess they're trying to like, and I'm using heavy air quotes here, capitalize on Logan Paul's boxing victory. Like weigh-ins are not a wrestling thing. I Look, I'm sure they've done it in the past, right? I'm sure if you go back, you will find at least once where they've had a weigh-in. But no, it's normally mm-hmm. a contract signing, not a weigh-in. Yeah. Because there aren't weight classes in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so uncomfortable. Logan Paul is really bad at ad-libbing anything. And yeah, like embarrassing. I also spouse uh, corrected me because uh uh Logan Paul didn't win because of decision his boxing match. He won because the other guy got disqualified. So it's like, not like Logan Paul really won his boxing match. Like they keep painting him as this fucking champion. So it's basically like winning your league's championship because the other team's bus got a flat tire and they had to no show basically. Exactly. Amazing. Well done, Logan, you greasy mess. (laughs) I, the notes I wrote about this were, this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. And I hate everything about this so much. I was so enraged. I wrote, this is so stupid. Ray hits Logan, which I like. And so dumb. Yes. It was terrible. It was awful. It was terrible. Which 
will lend itself to more terribleness in their match in Crown Jewel, which we will go into detail later. Things don't actually get better on this front. No. No, they get kind of worse. Yeah. (sighs) You want to jump into Crown Jewel? I mean, I don't think there's any alternative. I think we have to. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Quick overall impression of Crown Jewel. I enjoyed it a bunch. Um, I didn't do tons of note taking in the matches because I was really into them and watched them up, like really enjoyed it. I think it was better than the previous pay-per-view. What about you overall impression? I also have almost no notes that are about things that happened during the matches because I was just like, yes, 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 yes. Like it was great. I'm going to give it a, yeah. four or five and it'd get a five of five without one very important moment that we kind of alluded to earlier yeah yeah well we first match of the night was uh well i guess a pre-match of the night was sammy versus jd mcdonough and do you think it was weird that he came out so late like there was like a while where sammy hadn't appeared it was like sammy were you like trying to get off the phone with your grandma were you pooping what were you doing back there <laughs> i imagine that he like tried to put on his um the over shirt that he was yeah, wearing yeah. i'm not sure what those are called and he got like tangled in it and was like like flying around backstage trying to fix it and like was bumping into things and hijinks were ensuing like a three stooges Video. And then, like, I don't know what I'm like to say. Jay tried to come help him and only made it worse somehow. <laughs> yeah, it was really strange. It was just like, I thought it was like a bit. Like, I thought he wasn't going to show up. Or like, fuck you, JD McDonough. I'm not going to wrestle you. I totally weird. thought they were going to pan backstage and the Judgment Day took him out or something. Yeah. But that didn't happen. Um, So I feel like JD McDonough continues to be like, the sort of um whipping boy i guess is it for lack of a better word i don't know if that's the right term for the judgment day like he just keeps getting in these matches where he gets his ass kicked and he got his ass kicked in this match which i enjoyed he is a punishment sponge also that hematoma on his side i was like jd are you okay I know that thing was rough. I was like, that's like road rash you get on your hip. How did it end up there? It looked terrible. I felt very bad for him. Yeah, I imagine that hurt a lot the next day. Mm-hmm. No good. Um, so excited that Sammy won. Um, I, this was kind of a strange match because they haven't had like a pre-show match in a really long time. And again, I feel like it's like, they forgot Sammy, quick. We gotta make a match for Sammy because everybody loves Sammy. Yeah, I mean, so it was really nice when Sammy came out. Like everyone was so excited. And I feel like it's just Mm -hmm. really lovely because he deserves that kind of response everywhere he goes. But it did feel like they were like, shit, people love Sammy. We got to do something with him. I know what everyone will enjoy. And that's how they came up with this. Yeah. Yeah. So that match was fine. I mean, moving on, I want to make a complaint about the weird Mm. video they kept showing with the sand and like the statement over top. And I would like to say that it was very difficult to read that text 
with the dumb sand background. And I was very angry about it. Not the best graphic design. And I had many complaints we've seen. I wanted to lodge with dad. Like, no, it's terrible. Dad, get it together. Put it in the letter. I will. So the next match, um, which I was kind of surprised this was kind of the opening match, I guess, of the entire thing was, I was um, too. Seth, this Barbie is Seth. This Barbie is a wrestler Rollins versus Drew freshly just for mend McIntyre. Definitely. Um, Drew was just Ken. <laughs> he was just Ken. He was verging into being just Pete really at this was. point. <laughs> um, at one point I could see finger marks on Seth's arm. Mm. So I want to return back to something that you had said about Seth, about this Seth storyline about his back. Mm. Um, that you know we're just really pushing the boundaries or the the limits of belief here about seth like yes. being cleared for wrestling with his back being like moments away from shattering and it's just like i i didn't think drew would win this match i kind of hoped that drew would win this match but it's like what is it going to take to defeat seth rollins because now we're verging into superhuman territory. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, but we see that more on Monday, right? Like, this match between uh -huh. Drew and Seth was incredibly intense. Like, really, yes. really intense. And, mm -hmm. I mean, some of that is just a credit to how they do things, but it's also like I'm watching it and thinking, like, who can beat Seth if he can go this hard with a broken back and... You yeah. know, like, I like the idea, like Seth's a badass, like that's fun, right? Like he's a fighting mm -hmm. champ, like he's a fighter, but I, I feel like there has to be a limit to this. And I'm just wondering if that limit's going to be, I don't know when it's going to be because we see Monday that Seth's survivor series match is not a singles match. So he probably won't have a singles match. Right. And I doubt Maybe he'll he's lose the title before survivor series. I cannot imagine he loses the title before Thanksgiving. Yeah, probably not. Do you think so? Like after, so after the match, Damien wants to cash in, right? And Sammy comes in and yoinks the briefcase and runs away, which was yes. kind of hilarious. Also kind of frustrating because I was excited. Um, do you think, and then like we see sorry we see drew backstage and ria's like shrug told you bruh do you think that 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 drew is going to end up joining judgment day i'm so curious i wonder if it'll be a thing where you know he's been like i'm the only good guy and everyone else is a bad guy but i also don't care and i wonder if it'll be this thing like you know to be the good guy i've got to align with the bad guys or something because i mean he's clearly in a very <laughs> weird headspace so for sure know. yeah i'm just so curious what's going to happen next i had this fantasy about what was going to happen with this briefcase that we were going to see like benny hill style damien chasing sammy all over riyadh trying to recover this during the night and then when it was time for roman's match that he would defeat la knight but be right at the brink of exhaustion and then we'd see sammy give it back to damien and be like now is your time this is the just thing to do 
I was really hoping that he would get to cash in on somebody. I know. I know. Come on. Yeah. It's, um, I feel like I'm starting to really feel Damien's frustration around the briefcase. Like, I just wanted to use it. (laughs) There's too many curses going around at WWE. (laughs) It's just like, stop cursing things. We are about to be on the road to WrestleMania, guys. All right? You've got to get it together. (laughs) I know. And I'm so worried that when he does finally cash it in, it's not going to work. And I'm going to be so mad. I will be devastated if that happens. So angry. Well, Dad's not in the habit of making us happy, so. Yeah, Dad does not operate in terms of what we prefer. Sometimes he just gives us what we prefer, but it's accidental. He's not doing it on purpose. Yeah, exactly. Dad. Dad. <sighs> um, let's scooch ahead to the Fatal Five way. But Sweet. Fatal, yes, Fatal Five. Fatal five way. God, I can't count. Zoe, Naya, Raquel, Shayna, Rhea, all fighting for Rhea's title. What did you think of Rhea's makeup? I thought it was great. I love that she cosplayed as the crow. It's fantastic. (laughs) It's great. What it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a shimmery crow look. I think that was. I couldn't place it. That was great. I think Damien is just a great influence on her, you know? I know. Because he's already getting gothier and gothier. Like, he's bringing her the culture, and I really appreciate it. (laughs) That's true. He's like, Rhea, I've got to show you this movie. You're not going to believe it. (laughs) (laughs) That movie makes me so sad. Every I've seen it once, and it makes me so sad. I feel like that movie was instrumental in me being interested in like spookier things. I think that was true for a lot of folks. Yeah, it played a role. So it was mainstream spookiness, mm-hmm. which is how I describe myself. <laughs> um, highlight of this match: uh, Shayna's three submission holds going at once. I thought that was pretty fun. It was great, and the fact that like. A lot of times when wrestlers do those stunty spots, like, you know, the submission holds suffer because yeah. they're doing a stunt. No, Shayna's did not suffer. She's like, I can do this. Don't worry. I got this. She she really is the submission magician. She really, truly is. She's amazing. Um, I did find, I, I think we, uh, st- I, I think they hired the junior high AV club again to do camera work during this match because... Some of the angles were fucking atrocious. And I was like, what is happening? Because they'd been halfway decent for a while. You know, I feel like this match is a great example of like the performers literally doing everything and the camera people stumbling in and just like, well, Ariba, I reckon. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, this was a fun match. Um, I, I feel like. I think it could have been a lot more fun if Naya wasn't there at all. Yeah, but... that's she's the turd in the punch bowl, I'm sorry to say. I feel so bad, but she's just kinda I can't imagine this is gonna last very long. Yeah, I felt like it was sort of like, you know, Rhea is just Rhea doing her thing, and she and Raquel have this tumultuous past. 
And Shayna and Zoe have their sort of tentative bond of respect, but they're also absolutely willing to destroy each other for the title. And then there's Naya, and she's just kind of here, bumbling around. You know? Yeah, she, she wants great. to squash everybody. She did look Squashing. great. Squashing. Look great. <laughs> um, uh, it just reminded me of, on I think it was on Raw, so to jump ahead a little bit, when she's like trying to sass becky and becky's like remember you got fired <laughs> it was so rude i was like becky that's <laughs> really rude but i was like "Ooh, nice i i mean i literally <laughs> wrote i wrote this match was flawless except for naya falling off the ropes yeah i it was a really good match i i didn't like that the match existed because i don't know let's give ria a <sighs> The match turned out fine. I didn't like the concept of the match, I guess I should say, because it felt like, I don't know, so many women's matches are gimmick matches. Yeah, I think what I'm hearing you say is you wanted a singles match. You wanted to see Rhea take on one competitor in a built-up rivalry. Like, still nothing has topped that match she had with Charlotte. I agree, although not to get too far ahead but i feel like the match we see at survivor series for Rhea is going to be nasty and brutal and might come close Ooh, yeah we'll have to talk about that um ultimately Rhea retains her title so mommy is still on top that uh top rope riptide on zoe was nuts <laughs> nuts <laughs> poor zoe she really uh she really took one for the team on that hit it was great though because right as it was about to happen she got like this big smile on her face and i think she was just really pleased that it was going to work well Rhea did no zoe she was like yeah and i think it was just like oh the spot is actually going to work and be cool and i was like yeah i get it i feel you i totally missed that that's really cute it was cute um something else that's very cute so lissico was talking thumb in He's a match cute. against John Cena. Uh, um, it's true. It was a match this... of Cena versus Thumb. Did you think this would go this way? Shocked. It's. I feel like it's hard for Dad to shock me, but he shocked me with this one. Yeah. And I really do think my theory is right. Solo was talking to his thumb. Yeah. They have a relationship. And it's a profound bond. Um, so what does this mean? What do you think this match means? Like the outcome, like what, what happens now? Practically, I think what this match means is that the actor strike persists. Um, <laughs> narratologically, I guess what I think this match means is that we are going to see a John Cena redemption arc where he works his way back. It feels like in a larger sense, that there's this sort of groundswell of energy that we need to get rid of these factions, right? Like the faces are like Samuel L. Mm -hmm. Jackson and snakes on a plane. They are sick and tired of these MF yeah. factions and these MF wrestling promotions. So, you know, maybe it's building to this thing where a mega force of the greatest faces of all time unite to definitively destroy the bloodline <laughs> and the judgment day, like a Megatron, a Voltron, if you will, of, faces yeah they voltron their way to victory that'd be amazing mm -hmm. they like form a giant hulk hogan and take him out <laughs> take them out not him 
Well, um, yeah, this match was was surprising. I, I think it definitely mm-hmm. didn't go how I thought it would. But as you've said so many times in your infinite wisdom, he had momentum going into it, and it just didn't work out for him. I mean, maybe he shouldn't have said that Solo was a knockoff Taz. Maybe he shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so hurtful. Yeah. After this, we had uh, Ms. TV with an actor I didn't know. A, a, a quite a famous actor that I didn't know. Um, And there's kind of like the awkward thing that always happens i feel like there's always a really awkward moment in these pay-per-views and like this was the awkward moment of the pay-per-view because yes. it was like let's bring this guy out that everybody's gonna love and like do awkward wrestling moves with him it it feels like sometimes they get the energy really high and then they're like we got to take it down a notch it's like but you don't have to take it down this many notches it's like you've been playing like classic banger after banger mm-hmm. to get people on the dance floor and then you put on american pie by don mclean oh god it's like I what do you don't know you're song. killing the vibe it's too much <laughs> that song is like 25 minutes long too it's the worst yes yes i mean there were some good burns in this uh, like i liked when the miz said yeah. that grayson was australian public access I liked when Grayson said the Miz was jealous that he doesn't have plants. Those were good. <laughs> they were good. I think I think my attention was just kind of like destroyed during this moment because I was like, what's happening? Also, you know, I don't know. I was just kind of like, okay, this this is a segment. I'm ready to go on to the next thing. I was very interested in how the actor turned his outfit into pants. And my husband was like, he just tucked in his top. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I really thought he did like some Transformer <laughs> shit. So that kept me no, busy. he just rolled it up and tucked it in. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. That's pretty great. He did look comfortable. He did. He really did. And I mean, he seems like a funny guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess we should move on to the darkest hour of the crown jewel event um in my opinion can we just can we talk about the stupid ass doom buggy oh my god okay so i i wrote i wrote a thing down i'm glad you i was gonna bring this up but i'm glad you mentioned it so like there's this whole thing he's talking about how he's not a little boy anymore and he's grown up and it's been you know his journey in wwe cut to him dune boogieing in the desert like popping wheelies with his tongue hanging out of his mouth and i'm like you're not you're not a kid you act like a fucking child non-stop dude non-stop it's so frustrating because on one hand it's like you're literally out here like a little boy living out a hot wheels fantasy but the other side of that is like no you're not a kid anymore you're in your 30s you're a man logan hate hate so this match confused me. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm again trying to impose logic where I shouldn't, right? Like I always do this to myself. But like, you know, like Ray's kicking Logan's ass and I love it. And like, it's wonderful. And that's how it should be because Ray has been wrestling 
for 700 years and logan yes. paul has been wrestling for like five minutes right in the grand scheme 700 of minutes yes mm -hmm. so like it makes sense that he's kicking his ass and like i'm just so mad that he wins by brass knuckle punch when mm -hmm. all they talked about during his roman before his roman reigns match or no his seth seth rollins match was like one lucky punch because i've got these fucking uh, titanium fucking plates in my hand and i'm amazing and i can kill everybody with my right hand maybe he boxed them right out of his hand in his last competition <laughs> punched him right out I mean, it would be pretty metal if he was like, <laughs> I had my titanium plates and my hands removed and crafted into titanium knuckles. <laughs> Literally metal. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes, literal metal. Um, can, can we also The other talk thing about... that pissed me off about this. I think it's the same thing. Oh, go thing. ahead. No, you go ahead because I think we're talking about the same <laughs> thing. Well, what makes me so angry about this is like, hey, man we're not going to give Escobar the US title who like deserves it is a great wrestler like it makes total sense for him to have it but no we'll go ahead and give it to Logan Paul so that infuriated me however the device by which Logan Paul wins by titanium knuckle also infuriated me so like his helper comes out to give him the knuckles and mm -hmm. they get dropped. Oh no, they don't. I'm sorry. I'm telling this wrong. And Santos comes out to regulate. And then after getting them away mm -hmm. from him, he leaves the brass knuckles in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Now I assume I that this might be the beginning of a betrayal story for him and Ray. And if not, then canonically Santos Escobar is the stupidest man who ever lived. It's one or the other. <laughs> I guess I like they had to figure out some way for Logan Paul to get them back, right? So I don't know if they told him like, "Hey man, just kind of like hide them somewhere near the ring." And he was just like, "Oops." <laughs> I want to give him the benefit I, of the doubt. I feel like there's a time-honored way to do that, and it's very like Looney Tunes. The henchman has a second pair <laughs> of brass knuckles. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's a good point much better narrative than santos came out to get the brass knuckles and then got distracted and left the brass knuckles where logan paul could get them like an overworked <laughs> mom of six kids under 12. i mean i just don't know yeah that's a really good point i hadn't thought about that i'm just like i'm just so mad that logan paul has this title because now i have to say that the title was worth more when austin theory had it I will 100% say that the title was worth more when Austin Theory, last year's premier U.S. title holder, had it. I mean, ugh, fuck you, Logan Paul, and fuck you, Dad. Like, I still, I want to see the numbers on what this guy brings you. I want to see the additional viewers. I want to see the like mm -hmm. actual dollar sign ROI that you are getting on Logan Paul. Cause I've never seen a human being in a Logan Paul t-shirt. No. And like, he also gets to hawk his stupid product. 
which is like, you know, under investigation for safety or whatever, but no big deal. I just, I hate everything about him. He is a greasy, awful man. I feel like when we were watching this, I was talking to my husband and I'm like, he is like this dude in college who thinks he's the shit, but still acts like a middle schooler. Like, did you know these men in college where like they think they're big men, but they're these little (laughs) annoying boys, you know, exactly the dude I mean. Right. And he gets drunk and he thinks like, I'm so funny and everyone loves me, but he's actually just the worst and he's a burden on society. They're, they were in grad school too. They don't, they don't go away. No, they just age into finance bros and apparently humanities professors, but whatever. Yep. <laughs> and they have jobs. Okay. Um, so <laughs> a dark comedy, everybody. A dark comedy. <laughs> Do you want to leave this behind? I want to leave it behind forever, but I, yes, let's leave it behind mm-hmm. for now mm-hmm. at least. Maybe we'll get really lucky and he'll lose the title at Survivor Series. That would be great. Um, but, you know, there's no guarantee that he even defends it at Survivor Series. I know. I could see this being a real Brock Lesnar situation, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to see Logan Paul a bunch, but, like, I want the belt taken from him. So I'm willing to see him as often as it takes for him to lose that fucking title. It is the Brock Lesnar conundrum. I don't want him to come to work, but I need him to come to work so that someone else can take the title from him. Exactly. Well, let's move on to something nicer. Bianca Belair versus Io Sky for the women's championship title. I have to say that Io has my favorite outfit of the night. She looked fun and comfortable. I thought that Io was wearing what Bjork might wear to a rave. <laughs> Wasn't she cute? She was like a little newspaper or something. Like a bird made of newspaper. Yeah, she was great. Mm-hmm. She always is. Um, did you feel like the crowd was not very into this match for a while? I felt like the crowd was super not into it. And I was like, you ungrateful sons of bitches. It was really bumming me out. Like, I was like, these are two great wrestlers and y'all are just like looking bored. They didn't get excited really until I feel like when it started getting a little more violent outside the ring and then they were like, woo, but it was weird. I don't really understand it because I mean, not every match, even between the greatest of competitors is a winner that happens sometimes, but this one was really good. So it was really good. Um, so like. I got annoyed because Bailey came out looking like some sort of weird digital snake, but like she, she like... didn't need to be there. I know that they're. No. Go ahead. She looked like Barbarella, <laughs> but like Barbarella with a hell of like... a dump truck. <laughs> like I know they're doing this to like kind of further the eventual downfall of Damage Control, right? Or at least of Bailey being ejected from Damage Control. But I'm just like I'm tired of it. <laughs> I know, like, so I I do think that this is moving us towards a fissure with Bailey, and that's great. Like, let's move her on. Let's get her doing something else. Mm-hmm. Or let her take some mm-hmm. time off, whatever she needs. So amazing surprise during this match for me was uh, Kyrie Sane appearing. I was, like, super excited to see her. It's been a long time. 
I know, and she did her fun elbow drop, which is amazing. I've never understood how someone, I mean, like, Kyrie is a very small person, but her elbow drop looks so mm-hmm. vicious. There's so much power behind it. I know. She's great. I'm really excited that she's back because I really liked watching her on NXT 10,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is fun. And we learned, thanks to Michael Cole. This... Go ahead. Well, we learned that Bailey was the last person who beat Kyrie before she left. So. Yeah, I know. Uh. Thank you, Michael Cole, king of exposition. So helpful. So, I mean, this is something else that's going to lead to Bailey getting the boot, right? I would think so. I would definitely think so. Okay. Well, shall we go on? I am very ready. Let's do it. All right. Next up, we have Damien. Where's my briefcase priest versus Cody. I love purple shampoo roads. He really does. He keeps it bright. He keeps it white. He bleaches hard. I think when I wrote that, like the light, it might've been the lighting, but his hair did like have this purple hue (laughs) and I was like, all right, keep that brassiness away. It is a, it is a real thing. You know, as you know, I use purple shampoo every day to keep this gray uh, shiny and the result is a real lavender halo under certain lighting. So he has my sympathies. I love it. Um, what are your thoughts on this match? Uh, I have no notes. I enjoyed it so much. Everything was very exciting. <laughs> I love these two. So, I mean, this is like, I mean, this is twist saucer for me. It's two things I really like in a single cone. <laughs> there was a lot that happened during this match, right? So like Finn comes out to be a distraction and mm-hmm. McDonough comes out too. And like, Finn then is like, Dominic, come out here. And he comes out with a chair. And then Jay comes to save the day. And he's super kicking everybody. And Jay chases him off. I mean, it was like high drama. It really was. And I feel like, you know, once again, Jay actually did not exhibit the best timing, but still got the job done. (laughs) Um, Cody did a triple crossroads to win the match, which I thought was pretty cool and tiring looking yes i feel like the amount of core and thigh strength required to do the crossroads would exhaust me i could do maybe half a crossroads especially for a dude as big as damian priest i mean of course he's helping with the momentum but he's still a big dude yeah i would imagine that damian is a lot to lug around the ring yeah I mean, I think it's funny. The announcers are like always talking about how lanky he is and like, he's like, he's got the largest wingspan in the WWE. He might take off at some point. We're not sure. Like the crow full circle flap away. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, this was a great match. Um, I didn't think that he would win (laughs) and he didn't. He didn't know. I it's you know it's tough to go up the greatest go up against the greatest hero of all time. It's just a it's a rough thing, Damien. It's not your fault. I know it's true. Um, yeah, I yeah. Let's like Cody is America's sweetheart, so it's true. This isn't the time. No, (laughs) not yet. Soon, maybe, but not yet. 
Um, so I have to make another complaint to dad. After this match, there's a little ad for Survivor Series war games. And again, they're using war pigs by Black Sabbath. And I thought last year, I would never have to hear this song again once it was fucking over and yet it's back. So dad, I, you have a lot to answer for. You know, I think last year you were, you were so clear about your needs surrounding this and you really set a boundary and dad is trampling that boundary. So a lot to answer for. Well, and you know, like my therapist says, boundaries are for you. They're not for other people. You have to, you have to maintain those boundaries. So now I have to decide what I'm going to do. Do I just walk away from wrestling? Is that what you want, dad? You may have to commit to watching Survivor Series with your sound off. I hate it so much. I'm so sad about it. That goddamn song. I am very sorry. I know how you feel about it. I understand and respect your feelings. <laughs> uh, is that your kitty? Oh, hi. That is my kitty. He wants to be a special guest host. He's also oh, very he's so large and uncoordinated. Anytime. He's a good boy. <laughs> he's large and in charge. He inherited all of my athletic prowess. So you can imagine how that goes when he's climbing around Aww. on things. Well, let's get to the last match of Crown Jewel. The main yeah. event, this was like the first pay-per-view, and I don't know how many pay-per-views where they weren't like, seven main events. I mean, maybe like Roman was like, no, if it's going to be me, it's going to be one main event. Maybe Cody will put up with that. Brock will put up with that. Your mom will put up with that. I don't put up with that. Uh, it was so nice not to hear seven main events. Um, it was really nice. <sighs> So the time has come, LA Knight versus Roman Reigns. LA is here. coming into the match hot. He's got a lot of momentum. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work out for him. <laughs> you know, um, he tried, right? He did his best. He really did. Like, if I'm remembering correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong, mm. there was a wasn't wasn't there a moment where he had him he had him and then there was some distraction so there was a moment where um you know jim uso has appeared to jim shit up as he does mm -hmm. and so <laughs> los angeles had pinned roman but jim put roman's foot on the rope but here's the thing before he did yeah. that roman's foot was under the rope and i think if you're like in the rope area you can't really i don't know i so yes like technically los angeles did win yeah which is funny because roman has then been beaten by like really a number of people but like unofficially i mean i guess the thing is like <sighs> Roman is the greatest of all time and everyone says he's the greatest of all time and he has a goat on his shirt and whatever. But the other side of that is that Roman only wrestles like four times a year. And when he does, he has a dedicated, <laughs> like a staff of helpers who help him win. Yeah. Like Roman Reigns yeah. is like, he wrestles quarterly. <laughs> 
he is the equivalent of like rich people being born on third base and thinking they hit a triple, right? Like Roman Reigns, it's very easy for him yeah. to say Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's a really that's really well put. What does this mean for Los Angeles moving forward? What do you think? Um, well, I think it depends on what dad thinks and what management thinks. My thing is nobody thought Los Angeles Knight was going to win this match, right? I mean, did anybody really believe that he would? Yeah. But no, it was I a great so. match. Mm-hmm. I don't think it hurts him to like have this match. I think it could be a really good thing for him because it keeps him in that elevated portion of the show, right? Where he's not just, you know, always fighting some random guy saying, yeah, and then leaving. Like maybe this is how he gets some better storylines. I hope so. One of my fears, and we talked about this, was, you know, he loses and then gets buried. And I don't think that's going to happen. I really, I think it would be really foolish to do that. Now, dad has done some foolish things like violating your boundaries, RE war pigs. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I really hope that's not the case. I do too. I'm excited to see what happens on SmackDown on Friday. I'm very excited for the fallout. Very, very excited. I wonder if Roman will be there. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) Maybe he'll like call in from home. Like he'll zoom in. (laughs) Uh, From the jet. Um, Yes. That brings us to the end of Crown Jewel. Do you want to talk about Raw? Um, Do you mean, do I want to get Raw? Is that what you mean? Sure. Then yes. Let's get raw. We don't, um, we don't talk we about the raw. night with we'll Seth. My apologies. Okay. We start out the night with Seth coming out looking like a slick banana. Um, yes. Very shiny yellow outfit. Very sunshiny. Very summery for a November day. It's like it's like the sponge um, on the side of my sink goes glam, kind of. Yeah. It would have been hilarious if he also had some green on him somewhere, like some kind of dark green, like dark green shoes. The scrubby part. Yes. That would have been great. Um, So Seth's in the ring and he calls out Sammy because he wants to thank Sammy and then also magnanimously give Sammy a chance at the title. Seth like loves to offer people title shots. Like he's, it's like a compulsion with him. Yeah, I think it really plays into that story of like, he can't stop. He's got to keep testing himself. He's got to keep pushing, you know? Yeah. At first, when they were first talking about this, I was like, oh, is this going to be a Survivor Series match? Because that would be fun. Mm, But like, nope, they're doing it tonight. I really wanted it to be because I knew if, I mean, not to get too far ahead, but I knew if Sammy faced him on Raw, he would lose. Yeah, absolutely. Either we're going to give a title away. No. Um, in this exchange, you know, Sammy's like, look, man, I don't, I don't want to wrestle you because you're kind of busted up. Hey. And Seth's like, we're all busted up, bro. (laughs) Very inspirational. Like we're all a little broken, Sammy, but we all give a hundred percent. You know, we're not a hundred percent. 
Seth has real uh, oh captain my captain vibes. I think if it were up to Seth, he would speak entirely in inspirational quotes and slogans. <laughs> that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're going to have a championship match later in the night. Actually, it's the main event of the evening. So we'll see that unfold. After this, there's a delightful segment with the Judgment Day backstage with two insane moments. First of which, fin- they 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 cut to Judgment Day and Finn's having this wonderful conversation with everybody about how old the actual how how actually how old the pyramids of Egypt are. Yes. Twelve so random. Thousand. So random. Um I like how hot Damien comes in and he's pissed that Sammy has a shot at the title, which I totally understand. I would be pissed as well. And the, but but the best part is when he turns to JD and says, Did you buy that shirt? So this was the subject of much debate in my house. Was he mad because he thought JD had the audacity to go to the merch table and take it for free? Or was he mad because it was such an ass-kissing move for JD to go buy his shirt? From whence did the rage emanate? I think it was because he got it for free. I'm satisfied with either answer because it was hilarious. It was so wonderful. Um... This transitions into the match between Damien and Finn versus the New Day. Yes. I have a question for you. I have answers. Before certain moves, or Damien does this thing where he like takes his top down. He does. He likes to free the nipple. (laughs) To free the nipple. 100%. I don't... I mean, I guess it's the equivalent of like why when jeff hardy was gonna go in for his finisher did he rip his shirt off (laughs) but never the sleeves never the arm little arm sleeves i think sometimes when you're a man and you're about to do something epic you need to feel nature on your skin i guess so. (laughs) i guess so tomorrow i'll find some men awkward to me it's very awkward, especially Ooh, okay. because I think it's very awkward because it's like just a peel down. It's not actually taking anything off. <laughs> it's like he's taking off a wet bathing suit. <laughs> it is exactly like that. It's like, are you worried about some sort of chest yeast infection? What is happening here? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. Um this match was fine i mean i didn't i don't really remember much of it i have to say it wasn't like super memorable to me i was too fixated on the fact that damien takes his like bathing suit off before he does certain moves i mean i I think maybe you need to focus on the athleticism and stop objectifying damien priest and his bathing suit i guess so i do like to talk about people's outfits though and that is outfit adjacent to be fair, I am I am absolutely not allowed to lecture you about objectifying Damien Priest, so carry on. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, ultimately, Damien and Finn win this match. Not super surprising? Not super surprising. I mean, it was fun. I agree with you. Not super memorable, but I remember it mm-hmm. being fun. And no, it didn't feel like a huge... Like, we're, we're sort of selling 
the story now that the judgment day is this unstoppable power right so no not shocking yeah uh well speaking of unstoppable power let's jump ahead to the fatal four-way match for a shot at the icy title where gunther is the unstoppable power i guess even though he wasn't in the match although he was watching the match with great amusement on his face he was adjacent he was um so we had Miz versus Bronson Reed versus Ricochet versus Ivar. Um, Miz's trunks reminded me of those suitcases you saw in old cartoons that had stickers all over them from the places oh, the luggage had been. It was yes. like, that's all I could think of. I also was very, <laughs> I was super impressed with Ivar's crown because I thought it was made of giant teeth. And then um, my husband oh, was like, notice. well, my husband was like, they're bird skulls because like Odin likes birds or something. And I was like, and you're a nerd. Don't ruin this for me. But he, he <laughs> did. Yeah, doesn't like Odin like hawks or crows or some some bird situation? I was too angry at being corrected to actually learn anything. I should have paid more attention when my spouse was playing uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla because I would have learned more. Same. Same missed opportunity when Valhalla was there. <laughs> um, so this match was, I mean, this was a, a great match. I, I don't particularly care about Bronson Reed, but like no. great wrestling. I love Ivar's spin kick. I could watch him do that all day long. That thing is crazy. Like he can get his leg up. So he's like a ballerina. Um, Miz wins the freaking match. Unbelievable, right? Um, I agree with you that like everyone deserves their flowers here. One of the things I love about Ivar is that he really embodies this notion that fat bodies can be athletic bodies and i love that i love seeing it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i guess absolutely there was part of me that totally expected the miz to win because of what's been happening but i was still shocked and like what yeah yeah same here i was really like i was like this looks like miz is gonna win and i was like they're not gonna let him win come on but he might win and then he did and i'm just like this is going to be incredible. So do you think it's going to be Miz and Gunther at Survivor Series? I really think it's going to be. I really do. Do they? Is Miz the one that takes the title? Okay, so this is very funny because I was laughing very hard after this match when Ivar got really mad and tried to kill the Miz. And everyone in the crowd is like, how dare you? We love the Miz. We've always loved the Miz. But I feel like if the Miz defeats Gunther for that title... The crowd is going to lose it, and it's going to be one of the greatest trolls in the history of wrestling. I know. I just... I don't know how I feel. <sighs> it's just it's just really interesting, right? Because why are they doing this push now with Miz? So I wonder if it's maybe a practical thing, like, does the Miz want to take some time off? Does the Miz want to retire from a lot mm -hmm. of in-ring competition? Are the Miz and Maurice going to have another mm -hmm. baby? You know, all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about if it's Miz who ends the reign. I'm not sure. I love the Miz. So, like, I love him so much. But I still am just kind of like, really, the Miz? <laughs> it's a real conflict for me because 
I like The Miz a lot too, but I will always feel like it should have been Chad Gable. Oh yeah, that's still that still sticks in my craw. They like they haven't revisited that really. It's like okay, yeah. I'm so angry about it. I'm like those matches were so good and so intense, and then just like okay, well that's done now. Back to Alpha Academy being kind of a comedy yeah. act. Yeah, they they built up this insane amount of momentum for like one thing, and they're like, okay, lol, let's move on. So strange. Was it just to make Baby Gable cry? Was that the whole reason? Oh, maybe they just needed to make Gunther a bigger villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a note at a certain point a little bit later on after this match that there had only been three matches in an hour and a half of raw yeah they've been pretty bad about that lately (laughs) i feel like it's so long you don't need it to be that long there could be a lot of editing like dad needs to kill some of his darlings it's just the way it is Mm -hmm. um so after this we see newcomers the creed brothers and Ivy, I cannot remember her last name. Do you remember her Niall. last name? It's Niall. Ivy Niall, thank you. Thank you. Signing their contracts backstage. So exciting moment for them. Very exciting. And who comes along to congratulate them but DIY. Now I feel like DIY and the New Day have kind of the same type of like positive tag team vibe happening. Like they're just like, they love other competitors and they're like good job now let's fight i feel like um diy balances each other's energy very well because like johnny is more like Mm -hmm. the good natured we're all here for good clean fun and tomas was like but we could also kill someone while we're here and that would be great too grumpy and sunshine Mm -hmm. they're a classic grumpy and sunshine for sure so they challenge the creeds so we have a match between diy and the creed brothers um again it's a showcase of how like crazy strong the creeds are right more of the like picking up a human being i think it was johnny i i don't know the creeds apart yet i can't tell them apart yet but like dude picks up johnny from a seated position stands up and is like holding him above his head upside down for like 30 seconds like it's insane like they're insanely strong dudes they're really powerful so there is an easy way to tell the creeds apart um brutus wears a singlet always and julius always wears trunks that look like boxer briefs they're very unfortunate okay who's the taller one that is julius okay maybe that's how Julius, Julius is the big one. Those names are really familiar. Julius. Well, you may have heard of a guy named Julius Caesar who famously said, <laughs> A2, Brutus. Um, I was thinking of, like, I was wondering if he got, if Brutus was like, I love Brutus the Barber Beefcake, so I'm going to go with that name. And wasn't there a wrestler called Julius? I mean, there could have been. I have no idea. I can't remember. Maybe I'm making that up. Um, 
Well, uh, no good deed goes unpunished, and uh, Ludwig Kaiser comes in and, and kicks Johnny in the head because it's he's a dick. The, uh, it's a terrible and power of German engineering. Me too. I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about them picking up all these early victories. It's like you haven't earned it yet. Stop it. Even though I like the Creed brothers. Yeah, I, I also don't like that. Like newly reformed DIY is kind of jobbing to them a little bit. It's like, can we let them have some time to be their own unit for a while before they just have to lose to everybody? Yeah, I mean, I know it was a cheat. Not cheating. They didn't cheat, but you know, assisted. But I still don't like it. Yes. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I enjoy watching the Creeds wrestle, so I look forward to seeing Ivy wrestle. I haven't really seen that yet. She was in the Women's Battle Royal, but, like, you don't really see anything happening in those until it's down to, like, three people, so. Right. Like, we got a feat of strength, but we haven't really seen her in action. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, I'm going to jump ahead to I don't know my my most joyful moment of the night which is Sammy with Jay backstage they're just adorable and so happy to see each other all the time it's pretty special stuff it's pretty special stuff so cute and like Jay is like Sammy's hype man now he is like Sammy's biggest fan it's so cute I also so many hugs checking in with each other it's amazing it's a real like bff situation and i also love that jay is like i like kind of feel bad about what went down back in the day and it's like jay do you think do you think you should feel bad about that you should feel bad about that <laughs> imagine if all wrestlers carried the guilt of all the bad things they did with them all the time they'd all just be like lying on the ground but I love that Sammy's like a saint. He's like, whatever, <laughs> it's about tonight, buddy. Let, yeah, it's because he's like, let's not bring up the past, because then we'd have to talk about all the shit I did. They've got like they've got a mutual dark past. It's very tough. Mm-hmm. Can you say trauma bond? So that was, <laughs> that was just a really nice moment of them hugging and being genuinely happy, and neither of them like breaking out into laughter which i thought was pretty good because every time they're with each other and they do the like face rub over the beard thing it's like you know they're trying to keep it together it's really cute we also um you know during this we learned some important information that uh next week jay and cody have a tag team titles rematch yes thank you for reminding me of that because i was so excited about them hugging that i forgot that part I mean, it was hard for me. I was very excited also, but you know, Jay and Cody have a special place in my heart together. So I, it was just a lot. It was a big moment for me. Very big moment. Whole thing. It'd be great if they won. I don't know that they will, but it would be great if they won. I don't know if they will either, but you know what? I gotta believe. I gotta believe. Amen, sister. Um, well, let's talk women's battle royal. I already brought it up a little bit. The winner of this faces Rhea for her championship at Survivor Series. Very uh, exciting. So, the cast of characters. 
Naya, Caden, Katana, Natalia, Chelsea, Piper, Shayna, Zoe, Becky, Zaya, Ope. Not Becky, because oh. Zaya kicks her in the head. And apparently uh, gives Indy, her Nikki, Tegan, Ivy, Raquel, and Maxine. That was a good list. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparent, apparently this kick is like world ending. So, um, but Pierce finally decides to like put on big boy pants and like yeah. do something about the shenanigans. And it's just like, Zia Lee, you're nuts. Get out of here. I mean, I feel like this is a big week for Adam because he's like, I hate my job. I hate all of you. I hate how you act. And I just realized I can do something about it. Yeah. I have a comment about that later when he makes more declarations. Um, So uh, I thought it was funny because he stood like he finally stands up and it's like one of the tiniest wrestlers there is. Yes. It's amazing. I was like, way to pick your moment, Pierce the big battles the biggest battles so what did you think of this battle royal i enjoyed it i always think these are fun i thought there were some great spots Mm -hmm. like raquel and naya squaring off over nikki while she just stood there looking like she really (laughs) needed an intervention oh nikki no nikki there was there was also this um unintentionally great moment where Shayna and Naya, Tegan and Chelsea are kind of tangled up doing a thing, and somebody audibly says sorry. And it was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's amazing. So polite in the heat of the moment. So polite. That's so cute. Oh my gosh. It's great. always those are always so funny because there's so much happening and they kind you know, they have to talk to each other that every now and then like the microphone right. will pick it up. It's just like, whoops. <laughs> well, I always love how bad John Cena is about it. Cause he'll just be like, okay, we're going to come over here and oh do this my now. God. He doesn't give a single shit if anybody hears. <laughs> that happened once um, Bianca was wrestling EO. This was ages and ages ago ages and ages ago i don't remember it might have been i don't remember when but at one point she was like she said something about like okay grab my legs or something like that. <laughs> i was like oh no get the microphone away i guess it's probably hard to know exactly like where the sound is gonna pick up that would be my guess yeah yeah i think so too um so yeah i like i like matches like this they're a lot of fun um ultimately zoe wins how do you feel about that honestly it it kind of excited me because i feel like when zoe came up she's a little boring she was in trisha's shadow i didn't feel like that partnership did for her what it was supposed to do but i like this thing she's Mm -hmm. been doing recently with shana where they have this sort of like we respect each other and we're friendly but like winning is more important to us both obviously so and I, I enjoy watching Zoe wrestle. Like, I don't know about you, but I genuinely enjoy watching her work. I do too. I'm looking forward to that match with Zoe and Rhea because they're both kind of hardcore. So <laughs> it'll be fun I think to it'll watch. be nuts. I think it'll absolutely be nuts. Somebody's going to lose a piercing. Somebody's going to bleed. It's going to be rough. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. This brings us to our main event. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like I started sounding like an announcer at that point. <laughs> um, 
we have Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn mm-hmm. for the men's heavyweight championship. Um, there's a moment in this match that I need to talk about, and it was a very fan fictiony moment. Mm. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> I'm gonna I think it. I might. I think I might. So the moment where Sammy was behind Seth and he was holding him against the rope and then he whispered yeah. something in his ear and like yeah. patted his back, I was like, what is happening right now? So I believe what was happening was that Sammy was like, I could destroy your back right now, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, Sammy, way yes. to make it weird. Way to make it very weird. He made it so weird. I was like, someone's going to write about this somewhere, and God bless that person. It's going to be, like, explicit rated. There's going to be, like, a bunch of tags, <laughs> but none of them actually explain what's in the story. They're just getting excited about what happened. <laughs> that was someone's That was someone's oh, man, that was the awakening. Like, someone experienced that on Monday. <laughs> Aww. That's so nice to think about. Um, so this brings me back to a comment I was making earlier in the night that we talked about, but like Sammy loses this match and I, I didn't think he'd win, but like watching the match and like understanding what we're supposed to understand about Seth, like he should have won the match. Yes. Especially because like, Sammy is always so intense in the ring, right? Like he's going so hard and Mm -hmm. the things he's doing should have absolutely destroyed what was left of Seth's back. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I feel like all this story about Seth's back, is like any second his back could break, but he's got this titanium rod back there. So everything's fine, guys. (laughs) They actually melted down logan paul's titanium (laughs) fist and put it around seth's spine so he's pretty much good to go now logan punched his titanium into seth's spine right in there (laughs) so yeah i mean it was just kind of like okay i mean it was a great match because these two are great and it's fun to watch and it looked painful and awful and crazy and amazing and it was wonderful but i was still just like okay, but like Sammy should have won this because I don't know. I mean, I know wrestling isn't like logical, but like, come on. (laughs) And I, I'm ready for Sammy's time. Like I'm ready. What do we, what do we Mm -hmm. do? Like, is Sammy going to have like a heel turn because he's disappointed? Are he and Drew going to like form a tag team called Mm -hmm. lowered expectations? What's going to happen now? (laughs) Oh, that would be amazing. Um, so Judgment Day comes out and attacks Sammy, right? And jerks. To his credit, Seth tries to help, which is he pretty does. Cool he tries to be the hero, and that was nice, but it didn't really work out. Jay comes out too. T- timing still not great, but Jay comes not out good to help, but better than someone else's timing, who is even later to the party. And yes, worst timing, Cody comes out. And so all of this chaos is happening in the ring. And Adam, I'm the new dad around here. Pierce has had enough. 
and these eight motherfuckers are going to fight at Survivor Series War Games. He turns the car around and he points it towards Survivor he Series. He pulled it over, mm-hmm. put his arm behind the seat, turned around and yelled at those kids. It's like they were fighting over a bag of candy and he ripped it out of their hands and threw it onto the highway and was like, you like that? Now nobody gets mm-hmm. it. No, nobody gets it. They were not going to get any Happy Meals from McDonald's that day. Oh, my gosh. No, and they certainly didn't even have McDonald's at home. So. (laughs) Very rough time. Oh, man. So how do you feel about this matchup for Survivor Series? Excited. Optimistic. Yeah, it's going to be good. Excited. Very excited. (laughs) I wish it could be like four on three, like let's jettison JD McDonough, but I mean, someone's got to be there to take the brunt of everything, right? I mean, I like JD McDonough, so I am not sad to have him there, but I I understand your feelings. (laughs) Um, It does have to be a four on four, but this is one of those things where it's like everything I like. It's everything I like to see. So thank you, dad, for packing me the best possible lunch ever. Yeah, that was good, Dad. You still haven't redeemed yourself, but that was good. I mean, the only way it could be better is if KO was there, but, you know, you already screwed the pooch on that one. So. I know. <sighs> it's true. It's true. Um, anything else about Raw you'd like to discuss? No, no. I think, uh, well, you know what? It's not so much about Raw, but about Survivor Series. I just want to mention again that amazing poster for Survivor Series we saw where Cody appears to be in a bog with some really intense camo makeup and like something is happening to him. Like maybe he's possessed because his eyes are a really strange color. Great Photoshop, everybody. Good work. Yeah, they're really, it's really all about Cody. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie to you in my heart of hearts. That's how I feel, but like we should put everybody on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many posters they're going to make. I bet they're just going to have tons of them. I hope so. I actually really like when there's a bunch of variations, so. I know, it's fun. I don't want to see Jay in camouflage makeup, though. No? No, I think he'd look weird. I mean, I think everybody looks weird and like an 80s action movie in camouflage makeup. <laughs> but what if his was like, instead of green it's and black, true. it was blue and black, like his shirts? I mean, that would be kind of fun. It's just Jay has such a sweet little face. I don't want him, I don't want him putting camo makeup all over it. I get it. Jey Uso is a beautiful man, and I'd like to see his face uninterrupted. For sure. Well, SmackDown, Crown Jewel, and Raw aside, there was a bit of wrestling news that I heard that I'm sure you know, but was like kind of confusing and weird to me. Um, So Ric Flair has signed with AEW? You know, I did see, and I guess he's going to fight Sting because it's 1992 forever? It's going to be so weird here is here is what i will say for these two competitors i really feel like having watched aew recently that sting can really go for a man in his 60s like he's very fit he's very spry um Mm -hmm. rick flair has given Mm -hmm. his body for this industry and there's not a lot (laughs) left in it and i don't mean that as like a backhanded like i'm not trying to be cruel i really believe that to be true so i'm sure rick will do his best I just worry. I mean, like, Rick is not in, like, top physical form. I don't want him to get hurt. 
I think about that all the time. I'm like, yes, you can absolutely style and profile and fight your coat and cut a promo and all the stuff that you do. But like, I don't want to see you get paralyzed in the ring. I don't want to see you have a heart attack or a stroke. Like, I don't, I don't want that for you. I know. know. Okay. Well, stay safe, Ric Flair. Um, Please do for Charlotte and for us. Thank you for joining us this week. Remember to eat your vegetables, be kind, and write letters to dad explaining why Logan Paul has to go.